Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This is your favorite stylist, favorite stylist, leader of all things luxury, and the soft girl society, the style psychologist herself, Sunette Nicole, and you're tapped in, tuned in, and turned on to another episode of Sunette Nicole Approved, the podcast that is, and I am here with a very, very special guest to start off season two. I can't think of a better place to be than the house of the Lord with my family who I love so much. I am here with my cousin, the magnanimous, amazing Reverend Dr. Shane Hilliard. <laughs> I'll let him do his own intros, but how are you, family? I am doing well. Um, thank you for that introduction. <laughs> I know it's very elaborate, but you know, that's um, yeah. I Yeah, <laughs> but I'm honored, I'm honored to be here with thank you, you, cousin, and I'm thank just you. so excited and proud of you. Thank you so much, and I'm so proud of you, and that's why I thought that I would tip off season two with, um, you know, just an episode about church, spirituality. I'm a big, big believer in that all facets of your life should be luxurious and luxuri luxuriating your spirit to me is paramount. It's, it's primary for me. And how I do that is to stay tapped in and tuned in with God, whether I'm in this house of the Lord or not, I'm always tapped in and tuned in with him. I have my own personal special relationship since birth, you know, our family is very spiritual family. Right. And so I kind of wanted to get your lens as, you know, as a pastor, um, as, you know, a younger man of God and just gain your origin story and get some, you know, inspiration for those parties who, you know, may be lost in their spiritual journey. Okay. Right. Can you tell us your origin story? I know where right. you originated from. Right. Can you um, tell us a little bit about yes. Pastor Hilliard? So uh, definitely, again, thank you yes, for absolutely. this special opportunity. Thank you. Um, I was, of course... Uh, born and raised in the South Bronx. Okay. Um, my spiritual roots is actually in the church. Awesome. Um, but my mom did not make it a um, a spiritual standard, mm. if you will. Gotcha. For us to go, she right. was taken so much as a child. Right. She grew up in that generation where you had to go to church. Almost, you was forced to go to church. Right, right. You didn't there have an no option. option. <laughs> since, so since she was raised like that, when she had her children, she didn't make it uh, a forceful thing. It was for more us so an option. To go. Yeah. And part of the reason, in all fairness to her, she, because she was forced, she kind of grew up resenting hmm. the church, and she didn't want. And we're going to get into that too. Yeah. We're going to get into yeah. the the, the uh, church hurt, is yeah. what I like to call it. Yeah, um, we'll get into that for sure. But yeah. I think my mom was the same way. Extremely spiritual. Yeah. Um, she would go all the time. But even right. if we just didn't want to for whatever reason, she mm -hmm. wouldn't. You know, like yeah. put the guilt trip or anything like that. But yeah. I always enjoy going with her. Um, the thing I love about my mom was that she was raised Catholic, but she had a very big mm. connection to the Baptist church just through my dad and, you know, just nice. her second family, which was my yeah. dad's family. Yeah. So she went to both and people used to like judge her for it. But she was like, no matter what you call him, he's the same person. He hears gotcha. me the same way, no matter gotcha. what sanctuary I am. So she would go to Burrow. Right. She would go down the block to um to the Catholic church and then she would come here to Uncle Johnny. Amazing. On Wednesdays. Sure would. Amazing. <laughs> At that time, it was called uh, Wow Wow services. on Wednesday, yep. yeah. I remember. Worship on Wednesday. Worship on Wednesday. And so my mom, because of that, she made it optional. Um, she didn't make us, rather, so to speak. So we grew up in the South Bronx without a spiritual foundation. So it wasn't until I met um, my childhood friends 
they were going to a recording studio. I re- I remember I remember they, that version of they, you. <laughs> they were they were going to a recording studio. So my whole thing was music and rapping. Mm-hmm. And so uh my friend um Monisha and Shanti, which is uh Phil's daughter, we went to junior high school together. Oh. And so they were going to this studio to do like fashion and stuff, and then we were doing music rapping. That's and dope. so she had the idea. She was like Oh, y'all rapping and we going. I know this guy who's a producer. Y'all should come with me. So we rapped on the phone for him. Wow. And Big Phil, he, <laughs> he, he, he heard us rap and was like, oh, man, come over here right now. We went there strictly for music. Right. We just doing music. And um, Deacon Laura Williams, they were going, they were church. They went right. to church. Right. And so she was like. You know what? You should, you should come to church with us. Wow! You see and, how that went? And I was like, uh, at first, I was like, Nah, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know about that. And um, I went. I finally went to church with her, and I heard Doctor McCann preach, and it just changed my life tremendously. Wow. I never heard preaching like that, and I started coming. And next thing you know, the rest is history. That's amazing. I love this story. Um, I definitely remember the music part a little bit when I was younger. <laughs> I remember like a photo shoot or something with oh, you and another guy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and your but father, I right. must say to you, your father, <laughs> E. Sanchez, <laughs> let me tell you something. He he was a time. That was a time. He was so proud. Of my spiritual evolution, he was. He was. He was so he proud. He couldn't be prouder. He talked oh about it God. all the time. He, you could not tell him that uh, his his he didn't have some influence, <laughs> right? Because you know that, that take take that, the credit. I'm telling you that I wasn't going to be uh, amazing and big in the sense of just prospering and going far and in are. life and ministry, and what he saw. Has actually come to pass, and and look at and look at exactly with, and we are sitting here now in the sanctuary at St. Luke's Baptist Church, our family church, and you are the pastor. Uh, It's just (laughs) it's almost like he manifested it for you, like he saw it before you could see it. Wow, (laughs) unbelievable! I might need a tissue, but um, Uh. um, I'm so thankful for that full circle moment. So mm. thankful to be here. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. it is just, <laughs> we went from laughing to crying, child. Oh, like, man. Whew. I mean, it's 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 yeah. a journey. It's been a journey. I yeah. feel like nothing meant for you will ever miss you. And it was literally alignment that you yeah. wrapped for Uncle yes. Phil. Yes. You, and you aligned yourself with the McCann family and in turn became not only a part of the family, but a yeah. nucleus, a spiritual yeah. nucleus for us to pr- yeah. prosper on. Now that you know our beloved uncle is no longer with us in the physical, yes, it, it, it's like divine order. Literally, my grandmother used to say, "Everything is in divine order." That is divine order. Absolutely, that I is divine order. Couldn't agree with you more. When Vivian told me that they nominated you to be pastor, I think she was on Zoom with the family. Mm-hmm. I screamed because I was like, I, "That's all I could think about." Is like, mm-hmm. I don't think that he would have wanted it any other way. Personally speaking, I don't think that he would have wanted it any any other way. Yes. And here you are. Yeah. 
and I couldn't, yeah. and I just couldn't be prouder. Like I just, you don't understand. Like <laughs> it just warms my heart to see my yeah. family doing well. Yes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like just flourishing. Yes. We, we've been through a lot and you know, we've been in survival mode and right. just think as black, black people, we're yeah. conditioned to be in survival mode. Just keep your head above water. Just do right. this, just do enough to get by, to get by, to get by. Yes. But it's time for us not to just survive, but thrive, but thrive. And I, I I'm so proud that you are thriving oh, and man. that our family is thriving, that the church community is thriving. So even when you don't see me, I'm rooting for you. I'm uplifting y'all. Likewise. Okay. And likewise. likewise. And so I just want to know from your lens, you know, in being, you've been a pastor for how many years now? Um, Overall going on about nine years. That's amazing. About and still years. in the grand scheme of things, that's a newer Yes. You're still, you're still a part of the young OGs, as I would say, of pastors, right? Agreed. Still, and, Agreed. And the the lens that I have on you is very much boots on the ground, right? Like that's mm-hmm. the observation that I that I see when I see you out and about, when I see you on social yeah. media. Yes. You're very much a boots on the ground pastor. Yes. yes. Right. Correct Ab- me if I'm absolutely. Like a relatable pastor, a pastor of the people, yep. a pastor that um doesn't appear to be like judgmental, mm-hmm. very welcoming, very mm-hmm. warm, very mm-hmm. genuine, organic spirit. Mm-hmm. No, no posture and no pump fake and no motives. Just literally moving in the spirit. That's yes. how I see you, and not just because you're my family, but right. that's the that's the energy. I'm big on energy, so that's what I, I, love I get. That. That's right. an excellent observation, okay, and I'm humbled great. by it. I'm great. humbled by it. So, in in saying that, what is your lens on like the overall evolution of the church as it relates to inclusivity? Because things have changed. There's a lot of different things going on in the world today, right? right? right. Some we may not understand, some we may understand. Um, but being from a non-judgmental lens and wanting to make sure that your church has a sense of community, what would you say is your lens on inclusivity? Do you feel like we've done a good job? Do you feel yeah. like you have done a good job? The community has done a good job? Yes. Um, I think... Um... The church has come um, a long way. Um, I think to answer your question about inclusivity, I would say one word, four letters, and that's love. Amen. I think I think um, scripture says love covers a multitude of sins. Okay. And so I think you just gotta love people regardless of where they are in life, yes. regardless of where they are, what they're in, what they have done. Yes. And I think just showing, just show love. Um, Jesus looked at people through eyes of love. I mean, scripture is just replete with examples. Woman caught in a very act of adultery, man with a withered hand, but he always looked at individuals through love. He right. saw past their faults okay. and what yes. they were doing, what they were in. And still love them. So I think I think that's what makes uh, myself, St. Luke, relatable mm-hmm. is is just showing love. And to be honest with you, um, where I come from, I come I'm I come from the hood. I'm, okay, I'm from I'm, <laughs> I'm from the 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 one of the roughest parts I say in the world, and that's the South Bronx. The and Bronx so be I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying. And so when we are, I'm in Harlem now. I passed it in East New, as you know, in East New York, yes. Brooklyn for yes. six years, yes. and now back in Harlem. But I said all that to say, born and raised in the Bronx, coming to Harlem, 
and then going to East New York, Brooklyn for six years. I blended right in because of my experiences in the Bronx that has shaped me and molded me to help me relatable to people no matter what what they're doing. Now back, exactly, now back in Harlem, um, I think that's what makes us and myself relatable is I say, yo, what's up? You, right. What's up, my G? Yo, right. you good? Right. The, my wife was laughing the last, I didn't do it today, but the last two Sundays I was in, in, in the pulpit. I was like, rip me out the plastic. Okay. You've been acting brand new. Rip me so, out the so, plastic. So, I've been acting brand so new. So to your point about <laughs> relatability, I've been getting texts and <laughs> one of the disciples saw me on her 45th. She said, yo, pastor, really? She wasn't even... In person, she was she zooming. On, she, she was what she said. Rip me out the bastard. I cannot with you. But there's the that connection, the yeah. relatability. Yeah. So showing and love, that's, and yeah, showing love. But also, like you said, that's where you come from. It's organic. It's not like you posturing or anything. It's literally where you came from. And I think that had you not had the journey that you had that led you here to mm. this amazing space, mm. then you wouldn't be that relatable pastor. And that's what I think draws in wow. the congregation. Again, just my yeah. observation. Yeah. I'm watching online. You know, I'm supporting yeah. you know, virtually. When I can't be present, <laughs> I'm always, you know, uplifting yes. y'all. So that's my perspective. The reason why you resonate with your congregation, why people love you and love my beautiful cousin so much is because you genuinely have organic energy based on your life's experiences. And you're not so far removed from where you came from that you feel like, you're unreachable because uh, oftentimes, it. you know, in church mm-hmm. communities, mm-hmm. the pastor feels so unreachable mm-hmm. that it's that it, it there's no connection, and then it deters the parties from continuing to I, join I the church community. Absolutely. So I appreciate you guys Absolutely. for that, for being boots on the ground, and all the initiatives that you guys here have here at St. Luke's, mm-hmm. and your street, you know, energy <laughs> is needed and necessary. <laughs> Because you never know if someone yeah. the same way you were, you know, Abs- when you were coming you up, when you got invited to church, may need that Absolutely. connection just to walk through the door. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. It's, it's needed and necessary. Um, I remember watching you preach um, when you first, first started and mm. when we had to like come in the army year and new, for New Year's <laughs> the Eve. The army fatigue. And you know, daddy the, was very, my father was the, very serious the, about that. The watch night service. Watch yes, night service. Yes. <laughs> My father was like, you got to have your arm. I was like, all right, okay, I'm going to do what I can. Wow. You know? And he was very big on making sure we was all coordinated right, to come here and right. support. And there was a myriad of pastors like y'all were doing like, yeah. like, a, like a pastoral It was like cipher. a lineup. Right. right. Like it was like right. one after another. And right. you came and you shut it down. And I was like, now nah, my cousin is it. He's next up. No, seriously. I was like, he's next up. He's next up. If he doesn't wow. take over, he's going to run his own church. Like there are certain, wow. like you said, there are certain pastors you hear speaking. It's like that's great. Kudos yeah. to you, God bless. Yeah. But there's some people that, like we were talking about, Bella Rose. Yeah. Some people just they have just, a certain energy about them. They got it. You got it. Oh, the I wow. and the T <laughs> with the dot on top. Okay. Hello. Good evening. Don't play with my family. So here we go. <laughs> Because you don't play about your family. No, I, I, just like my father, I got to take his role. You know, we I didn't love play it. about y'all, so I, I got to be the same way. Like outside, Lulu was talking about how, you know, how young our family looks. And one of the deacons was saying something smart to her. And she was like, what? And I was like, Mm-mm, don't use the skin is skinning. Don't play with her. That's one thing we got is great skin, great hair. Facts. Don't play with us. Facts. <laughs> okay? Facts. <laughs> We're silly. But I wanted to circle back to what you said about mom and like, having some resentment towards having to be forced to go to church when she was young and not yeah. wanting you guys to feel that way. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on church hurt? I watched, let me just set the scene. I watched this clip on TV. Okay. Um, a young reality star lady, won't mention her name. She is, her mother is religious, okay. but she is atheist. Mm. 
unfortunately. Mm. She wasn't obviously always that way, but her life's experiences with the church wow. is her re- when people when her when the group of people were talking and they all are spiritual people who believe in God, they're asking her why. And she, mm. her explanation was because mm. she's seen people in the church do horrendous things. Mm. And so she's like, if that's what the church is about, then I don't want any parts of it. Mm. So one of the young ladies was like, that's what we call church hurt. Mm. You're blaming us, the congregation, the mm. community and God for an individual's behavior. Mm. The two are not Mm. synonymous the two are you can't conflate the two yeah god didn't do anything right the person whoever hurt you hurt you and that's unfortunate right but that has nothing to do with god and if you knew him then you would know healing Mm. right Mm. and so there is a such thing as church hurt and i think that people Mm. confuse god with an individual's you Mm. know demonic actions right and so what what would you say to someone who has experienced church hurt um i think that's a really great question and as you was talking just now, mm-hmm. I think part of part of the issue and problem is that people equated to church hurt is because people base mm-hmm. their relationship with God mm-hmm. sometimes through other people. Right. Which is dangerous. Very. Right. But Mm -hmm. what happens is people have yet to make a separation because Mm -hmm. you say the person, whether they have a title or not, Mm -hmm. you're in a physical building. Right. And you go to church. Right. And thus, if you go to church, the physical building Mm -hmm. and you hurt me. Right. Thus, it's labeled church hurt. Right. Because the person is in, again, within the, church the community, four right, walls. Of the church, yeah. So I would say what would help individuals um, dealing with that is prayer. Mm-hmm. I definitely think prayer um, helps. I also definitely think it's based on teaching. And when I say teaching, mm-hmm. meaning the pastor of that particular church, any particular church mm-hmm. has to teach people mm-hmm. that the church mm-hmm. is a spiritual hospital mm. where we all sick, mm. including the pastor. Wow. That levels the playing field. For the people in the back, <laughs> say that one more time, please. That the, this is a spiritual hospital hmm. where we are all sick. Period. The leader included mm. as well. No one's above. So if you phrase it, you have to teach that. Right, right, right. And if that's taught, I mm-hmm. think to the people, and and as I do every single Sunday, mm-hmm. and I'm, you've heard me say it, mm-hmm. we all messed up. Mm-hmm. We all jacked up. One mm-hmm. thing about me. I ain't going to ever put on a facade like I've had it together right? and still always got it together. No. We're all figuring out this life journey. We're all saying that sin is saved by grace. Okay. So even now, the people have to know that we are all sinners saved by grace. And and, and, and if you keep teaching that, if you keep saying that, I believe, saying that to people, then it begins to settle in. Okay. The pastor and the people are not there, um, and I'm here. Mm-hmm. Nah, we, it ain't us, them, you, they, it's mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. We all fellows, 
right. in the ship. And so mm -hmm. I think that teaching mm -hmm. will help people say, okay, got it. Wow. So if my pastor or somebody in the church mm -hmm. hurt me, right. you know what? That's another person just like me. Right. But if you give off this air like you've arrived, right. <laughs> then I ain't even gonna hold you. It's gonna be hard right, right. for me to be like, all right, I forgive you right. or I can right. get over it, I can get past it. No, right. you you put on a facade too much right. to me. Right. Right. That you've arrived, always got it together. Right. So I think, and, and that's where the disconnect the happens. Yeah. Yes. And so I do believe that you know church hurt is a thing. Mm -hmm. I do believe, like you said, that people confuse the actions of the individual with God, mm -hmm. and they kind of use that to rationalize their reasoning for not being connected with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad for those people. And hopefully one day they'll come back around and be able to know God the way we do. Right. Um, because literally, I'm sitting here with you because of God. You already know what I've been Facts. So there's Facts. no other way that I could be here of sound, mind, body, yeah. you know, yeah. um, relatively healthy and and happy and just flourishing, you mm -hmm. know, but for, for lack of a better word, if not for God, Absolutely. with all that I've endured. He is definitely real. Mm -hmm. He showed me continuously and he yeah. continues to show me. Yeah. And so um, yeah. I would hope that like, you know, my testimony, you know, because mm -hmm. there's no testimony without a test, right? Right. My testimony and, and me being able to turn my pain into purpose will help others mm. as yours has Absolutely. as well. I'm no pastor, but you know, I try my best to uplift Absolutely. as much as I can. No, you listen, you doing, you doing your part, you doing your role, even what you're doing. I will go as far as to say what you're doing is a form of ministry. Wow. Somebody else told me that too. And I was like, listen, read, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why I say that because ministry is defined as meeting the needs of the people, mm. right? Mm -hmm. Ministry is not confined to the pulpit. Mm. Ministry is not confined to these four walls. Back to the teaching again, right. I was saying, to, if this is taught, right? right? Um, you, you, you in your part of the world mm -hmm. uh, doing uh, this luxurious movement <laughs> that you're doing, right? Fashion, mm -hmm. et cetera. Mm -hmm. now, now I want to say this to you. In doing that with Belzy, right. right? You making people feel good. Mm -hmm. That you letting people know, okay, watch this, is not only what you put on your body. The internal. That's my brand. That's why I call myself the style psychologist because I have expertise in style, but I also have a master's degree in psychology. So I fuse the two worlds and let you know that your saying. external style being starts with your internal being and how good you feel about yourself is how you project to the world. And, that, and, and thus, I'm telling you, that's ministry because you're meeting the needs of individuals who before they encountered you mm -hmm. was feeling some kind of way but they left you feeling empowered yeah. that's ministry positive lifestyle enthusiasm that's that's what i'm passionate about wardrobe and wellness together that's ministry. And this is the wellness part <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. that's ministry well, thank you you heard it here first guys <laughs> my cousin told me you know this is my ministry okay so <laughs> you heard it here first the pastor done said it so I don't want to hear nothing else when I right. say this is my ministry. Right. Rip you out the plastic. Okay. You're going to be acting real. <laughs> don't gas me, cuz. Don't gas me. <laughs> oh, oh, I love my it. Gosh. I love it. So tell me, speaking of visual presentation, right? There has been an evolution in multiple facets of the church, right? It's particularly black church from what I recall, you know, 
how people dress and presented themselves. Mm. Now we have dress down season, which I think is awesome. And I love that yes. for us because I don't feel like you have to present a certain way or have a big church hat or all the things, even though that's fabulous, right. um, to praise the Lord and to be present. And everybody Absolutely. also doesn't have it to do. Absolutely. So I also feel like dress down seasons are good for those people that just don't have the wardrobe. Absolutely. Um, what inspired you guys to do dress down season? So let me give you, let me back into that question this way. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason is when I first walked into this church, I had a sweatsuit on. Mm -hmm. I didn't even have church clothes mm -hmm. and was never judged. Wow. So that's part of my, it's, so it's personal for me. To do that, yeah. Um, and then secondly, one of my models is, is about souls, not clothes. Oh, y'all heard that? Run right? it back. Souls, not clothes. Okay, don't play with him. He was a lyricist. Don't play with him. Okay, back to the roots. Soul's not close. Right. <laughs> you got me cracking up laughing over here. It's true so, though. Your lyricism plays into like no, your that, ministry, no, right? that's absolutely. <laughs> so I think it's about souls not closed. Yes. And then I'm grateful for the St. Luke Church and I'm grateful for Dr. McCann. I'm gonna Amen. tell you why, because he made it easy for me today. And I and what I mean by that is he went through so much traditionalism. Mm. And built to, and built the church to mm -hmm. get it to the point where God told him, build the people and the people will build the church. Mm. And in building the people, he was teaching back to teaching again. Okay. I'm, that's gonna keep coming that's back. That's the theme today, guys. Te teaching, teaching the people, yes. right? That you gotta shift with the times. Mm -hmm. You have to move with the times. The pivot, the art of the pivot. I mean, necessary. you got it. And so by him doing that and starting. Uh, dress down season. It became like a model, even for other ministries. Yeah. So I'm, even the night watch and the army fatigue was a, exactly. Was a, you know that was you a said the setting. night watch is watch night. Why, watch night. Sorry. No, I'm gonna make you <laughs> laugh. Watch. But watch night was the night to watch for souls. Okay. All right. You so see, I'm just so all right. Thank you, you, Uncle. That was him giving me the. <laughs> so you're not off at all with no, that. No, I always say it that backwards way. Absolutely. No. Um, no. It's, no, that's perfect because <laughs> watch night is the night to watch for souls. Mm -hmm. So, so him doing that paved the way yes. to get me to where I am now. So I'm grateful for the St. Luke church. I'm grateful for his legacy because now it got me in a position now where as you can see, I wear my ones. Period. I, I wear my okay. Yeezys. With the salmon t-shirt. This is supposed to be a visual episode, guys. We're going to get some footage, but he's giving. He's sending that Nicole approved, okay? <laughs> the ones with the salmon tea, all right? With the crispy denim, all right? Don't play. With <laughs> so, the nice bright blue so, glasses, so, all right? So right. match the sneaks. So I'm just, and so my daughter Sarah, <laughs> she be like, ah, oh, man, daddy, you, you doing the most. You doing too much. <laughs> you do, you doing too much. But, um, what I what I appreciate though is that even like her friends, her generation be like, yo, your dad is dope. Let me give yeah, you an example. Yeah, the cool dad. I talk about that all the time. No, you got the cool mom. Listen, you don't know. No, maybe make you like at her graduation. One of her friends was like, yo, Sarah, your dad is mad drippy. She was like, nah, hey, he, 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 like he he dripping. I was like, I said, see what I'm saying. I'm like, you the only one hating on me. Like, only the kids hate on you. All the like, other, all the, all the friends always will acknowledge, but the kids will never give you that credit. Like, nah. So, see, it's like, and, and I brought all of that up to say, that has impacted even um, my dress, like my stuff. I'm comfortable more now 
in a regular shirt in a hoodie. It kind of just kind of it's more or, organically, organically happened. And then yeah. I and I'm in the church appreciates me for that. Right. And in me doing that in this to something you said earlier is making it relatable to the people who's in the pews. So for example, St. Nick Projects okay. is up in here. Okay. So if I not only see somebody that I can relate to with his verbiage and his language, right? but then it's like, yo, he got on J's, he got on ones, he got right. on... He, that's my... I right. can relate right. to that. And that's what I was talking about. I, yes. Ever since you started on your pastoral journey, you're relatable. Like, you bring the youth in. I remember one of my friends, you know, she was looking for a new church home. And I was like, you should come, you know, here my, my uncle and my cousin is there. And he's like, I, you know, in our age range and he's super dope. And, da, da, da. and just like a means for her to like yeah. be encouraged. Like I said, seeing seeing yourself through the eyes of your of your church leaders is important. Yes. And people can see themselves in you. And that's very important. Like I said, you are really boots on the ground. And I think that that's a great way, you know, mm -hmm. to keep the church community intact and have them flourish and even bring more, you know, young people. Yeah, absolutely. Because the vision that God has given me is Christ church community. Wow. Christ is preaching. Mm -hmm. Church is teaching. Okay. Teaching teach again. Right. <laughs> community is reaching. Oh, hey. Right. So we, so we, so, so we, we outside, you know, okay. so, so when I'm we outside, outside, so, so, and I'm going to make you a joke, I'm going to make you laugh again. This time is my, my sister-in-law, Luella. Um, Shout out to Lulu and Vivi. One time, I was, I was across the street at the in the projects watching the basketball games because mm -hmm. you know basketball, Summer especially, so many games was was my thing. So I was telling her one time, she was like, she looked around, she said, "Wait, hold up." She was like, "Yo, you going over there by yourself?" I said, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm good." But no, I appreciate because she looking like, "Yeah, you my you my brother-in-law and you my pastor." But I want to make sure you protect it right, and covet, which right. I appreciate. No, yeah. So she's looking through those lens. Right. But I also looked at it through the lens of I'm a pastor here, but mm -hmm. I want the people in the community right. to know, like, so when I'm over there, I'm right. I'm I'm in the peas watching right, the game. Right. I'm right? of the community still. Yeah, like, I got on my tee, I got on and my you, shorts. You I'm the chilling. boogie down Bronx, you everywhere comfortable. I'm so I'm Harlem is right across yeah. the bridge. You know, yeah. right there. So I'm I'm in the peas, I'm chilling. And so a few of the disciples, when they saw me, they was like, Pastor, <laughs> right? Like, like, like wait, don't call me out. I'm just wait, here chilling. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like I don't got on my pastor role right, right now. I'm like, chilling. Right. But they was like, oh, pastor. So then they start gr grabbing their nephews. Look uh at this, though. Their nephews, their cousins, and they're saying, this is my pastor. And they looking like, yeah, right. So they look like, <laughs> oh, this the pastor? Like, oh, wow. Right there is dismantling the traditional. That, that wall. How to pass the book. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, oh, wow. Okay. Back to relatability. Right. You know, and so I'm in the community mm -hmm. just, just chilling, yeah. letting the people know. In the peas, watching the game. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm. Being of the people because you're yeah. a human and you are of the people and you are allowed right. to watch a basketball game in the projects if you choose in Harlem. <laughs> but I think right. that's so dope that yeah. they like, and they often like surprise, like, oh my God, that's yeah. the best. Like, not, I love matter of fact, not too long ago, um, I was on. 16th, I was walking, another one of the disciples, and they looked, they said, Pastor, 
right? So they looking like you're around, Martian, right? Like they you looking can't around. around. <laughs> it, what it is, they so accustomed to again, some of them like being inside the four walls, inside the churches. So they was like, Pastor. You all right? I said, yeah, right, I'm, I'm good. Just, I'm allowed I'm to chilling. walk through Harlem. <laughs> and, and I have to know, and this is also a part of me assessing the needs of the people. Right. And that's why I am randomly walking around. I'm, you know, I'm I'm on 125th. Right, right. You know, we giving out things for the people, the homeless people and things of that nature. I just don't, uh, I, I say this saying that I don't think you can be call yourself the church or part of any church mm-hmm. if you don't do community work. Mm-hmm. That's Amen. just my opinion. I you agree have too. To you community. have to be of the people and be boots on the ground once again. Absolutely. And I really admire you for that. I appreciate you you for that, Harlem. You know, I'm born and raised in Harlem, so you I a Harlem, Harlem night. Okay, <laughs> and everybody who listens to Sinet Nicole Coop knows that. All right, it's Harlem over everything. So I we. You know, on behalf of Harlem, we appreciate you for being boots on the ground and in the community and supporting the community and right. pouring back into the community that pours into the church as well. Absolutely. Because um, that is very important. And segueing into my next question, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on pastors that are not organic, are not authentic, don't mm-hmm. really move in the spirit that's mm-hmm. posturing, pump faking, looking for, especially in the age of social media, looking for, you know, no shade, <laughs> but looking for, <laughs> you know, the clickbait, the viral right. moments, and yeah. not really addressing the needs of the people, as you say, you know, right. is the most important, which I agree. I don't think, I don't see that as addressing the needs of the people. I think that that's more of a selfish yeah. um, road yeah. to travel, right? Yeah. I'm looking for clickbait. I'm trying to be viral. I'm trying to be televised yeah. and all yeah. the things and all the things as opposed to like really tapping into what the, the community's needs are. Right. What are you, what are your thoughts? Do you feel like that um, hinders your mission and your fellow uh uh, yeah, colleagues' mission. When yeah. you see these guys, what are your real thoughts about that? Um, is that's that? I think that's an excellent question. I think that it does. Uh, um, it is challenging because back to you, and I want to weave in your church hurt question into this uh-huh. because a lot of times, many people feel like seen one, seen them all, mm-hmm. and so yeah. when you scripture calls them hirelings, hmm. um, true shepherds love the people. They're not out to fleece the flock, right? To get what they want, right? And that is a reality, and it mm-hmm. does happen. So I would say it does. Um, it is challenging, mm-hmm. and it can be hurtful mm-hmm. because. It jades mm-hmm. the view mm-hmm. of 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 people who's looking uh, looking for God. Right. I would also say I'm praying that, um, which is in Scripture. Scripture says the Apostle Paul says, "My prayer is that you would be sincere, mm-hmm. that you won't have a form of godliness." Mm-hmm but denying the power thereof. Amen. So, so my prayer is that, um, they would, and, and I don't only like using the word they, but in this case, it is right. what it is. Right. Cause if we could use a modern term, they cap it. They, right. They straight it. cap. Right. And, and, and the challenge with them is that, I got to learn to trust God. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? You got to mm-hmm. learn to trust God mm-hmm. that he's going to give you all that you need. Mm-hmm. And I would also say this. Scripture also says this and that wolves and sheep's clothing. Hmm. Talk about it. So talk so, about it. So, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> we all know those. Wolves and sheep's clothing, baby. So, so, I done met too many to so, count. <laughs> Just saying. We go on, so, Pastor. Go on. So, <laughs> Sorry. That that hit. So, that hit different. Wolves That's, and sheep's clothing. You know, and so the the it, and look. I'm about to play that back and put that on my Instagram story. <laughs> Pastor said, beware the wolves and sheep's clothing, that's baby. That's a fact. That's, no, that's a whole fact plus that. Okay. It, 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 All it right. Is, it is what it is. And, and, a, and there are pastors that could be, this, could be absolute, the wolves. Absolutely. And I say that saying that because scripture proves that, mm-hmm. that it happened then. Right. It's happening now. Right. But conversations like this yeah. for your listeners and yeah. people who are on will leave with a different perspective and say, okay, although I've had my fair share right. of, of the wolves in sheep's clothing mm-hmm. and the fake phonies and frauds, okay, but God has changed my perspective because I can log into this mm-hmm. and hear authenticity. Okay. And we probably changing lives right as we speak. Okay, shout out to the Sinet Nicole Style Squad, the Luxury Loves, and the Soft Girl Society. What's up, y'all? Okay, because we luxuriate our spirits today. All right, because you have to luxuriate all parts of your life, internal and external. The spirit is first, paramount. Right. So that's what we're doing today. So speaking of that, don't laugh at me, y'all. Listen, I'm being my authentic self. Okay, and, I and I'm the don't most want you to be in the house of the Lord. I don't want you to be no other way. This is who I am. I y'all love know it. this since I've been born. This I love who I am. I love it. <laughs> I'm a very great combination of Jeanette Marie and Sanchez Paradise. Facts. A very great mix. Um, <laughs> but um, yes. So, what are your thoughts? We talked about the posture, you know, pump faking of you know some yeah. some pastors who can make it. Um, you make you guys is, you know, the yeah. ones who are really out there, boots on the ground, authentic for the people. It can kind of, like you said, steer people away, you know, yeah. or deter them from wanting to find church Let me community. say this to you, too. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm praying mm-hmm. and we should continue to pray mm-hmm. for those. Mm-hmm. Because here's what I learned saying that, that the person who is deceiving others is being deceived themselves. Hmm. Talk about it. So, so <laughs> what Woo! we see out there and here, the deceiving, mm-hmm. remember this, is being deceived themselves. Hmm. And so no shade or shots, but my prayer mm-hmm. is that God would touch their hearts mm-hmm. and open up their mind and heart mm-hmm. And be loose from, you said it earlier, the demonic activity. Okay. Because I don't know how else, you know, we're going to get into too much detail about the nonsense and the kerfuffle that we see. But But I wanted to weave that in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No shade, just prayers for y'all. That's what we got. We got shade today because we're in the house of the Lord. Maybe outside. We have a little shade. But but we're we're all about, again, you know, Snet Nicole Approved is a positive lifestyle enthusiasm brand. Snet Nicole Approved is all about uplifting, inspiring, entertaining, um, you know, and making, hopefully creating a spark, you know, within the listeners to continue to persevere through whatever it is that they're experiencing in their life journey um, externally and internally. So we pray for those pastors to get it together and pivot into the 
to spirit of God. Yes. Right. So what about the churches and the pastors that have been accused of like being more cult like, mm. for lack of a better term? Okay. Um, the ones that are a little more mm. pressure driven, mm. like, for instance, no shade again. But, you know, I've noticed in the community of Harlem, walking around there, gentlemen with white shirts, mm. asking people to come to church, to the mm. Mormon church, mm. um, you know, Jehovah's Witness. Again, no shade, but their approach is a little more... I don't want to say aggressive, but mm -hmm. a little bit more assertive okay. and a little bit more judgmental. If you decline, right. they will give you reasons why their church is better. Mm -hmm. And from my perspective, my lens, mm -hmm. from the way my parents raised me, mm -hmm. um, we don't we respect all walks of life Absolutely. and spirituality and all religions, even if it doesn't align with what we believe. We respect it. We don't judge it. And we never address people in a manner that makes them feel like this is the reason why our belief is better. Right. And so some churches mm -hmm. come across like that. And right. it, it is offensive to, to us believers um, because I don't disrespect you. So why would you right. tell me, well, you yeah. know, every time they approach me, I say, no, I already have, you know, I already, I'm a Baptist. I'm already, right. you know, I have a church home. Thank you so much. Yeah. No disrespect. But they'll sit there and continue on with right. the, well, this is why the Mormon church is better or whatever. Mm. What do you say to like, what do you say to people that encounter that? Like, because that could be very frustrating because it's like, I'm not, I'm not you know, necessarily align with what you're doing, but I don't disrespect it. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, like, what is the, what do you feel is the reasoning for those types of church that have that like pressure driven energy? Like yeah. why, why do they feel that they have to press people mm -hmm. to, to join? Because yeah. I don't think that our church community comes from that standpoint. It's right. like, come if you will. Right. It's not huh, right. huh, because right. that is inauthentic to me. Right. So where right. do you think that that desperation comes from, like that energy? Um, I think a couple of things. One, I think saying that, and that is I learned from our great pastor that people are products of their culture. Mm -hmm. And some people, and I get back to the teaching piece again, if you've been taught error mm -hmm. oh, and, not, and not truth, yeah. That's is that's what you're gonna teach. That's all you know, yeah. You don't understand what I'm you saying. You don't know so, what you don't know. <laughs> you don't so I think I think that's part of it. I mm -hmm. think people are products of their culture. That's true. Um, and uh, if you grew up in a certain tradition and mm -hmm. culture and never have been exposed to anything else, yeah, then you're only gonna do what you've been taught. That's true. So I I. So I would say that in 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 all uh, fairness to them, mm -hmm. you're so politically correct, <laughs> family. We love that. We love that for you. In all, <laughs> in all fairness, right to them, uh, our our great uncle used to say. He used to say this, and that he used to say, they have, and I say they have the right method but the wrong message hmm. we on the other hand have the right message but mm -hmm. the wrong method hmm. from this aspect saying mm -hmm. that right we sometimes think we got the right message mm -hmm. but people are just going to come to us right right no we got to get outside yeah but not in a forceful way. Right, I'm saying, like right. you see how you sit in the you just sitting in the basketball court, minding your business, watching right, the game, and right. people come to you because you're 
energy is right. authentic and real people who operate in purity can sense purity. I so agree that's with that. why you're a magnet for the I people. Agree with that. You're not walking around like you got to join. Let me tell you right. why being at St. Louis Baptist is better than being Absolutely. at such a cathedral or being at Absolutely. this temple or you see what I'm saying? Like you're yeah. not downplaying another religion right. to get people to buy into your community of spirituality and that's my point and maybe like you said that's all they know and i've been blessed enough to have so many different types of Mm -hmm. um walks of life and religions in my family like i have a jewish aunt so i went to the Mm. black jewish temple with her and i'm open just because i'm not jewish doesn't mean i'm not open or respectful of her experience nobody in the family really goes to temple with her so i wanted to do that for her and to also get the experience of what her lens on religion is she's still A believer got so it. I, I respect got it. it even if i'm not jewish you see what i'm saying to your point too so that's just my lens maybe i'm just no, too liberal no no i think <laughs> that's good because to your point not too long ago a lady we were outside because again christchurch community we were given fresh produce nice. and vegetables to the community and a lady walked up who was of the muslim faith see and her and i we just our term we chopping it up yeah oh now right we in front of the church and she like oh pastor so nice to meet you i'm like yes nice to meet you too and she said i love what you're doing and she said to me you know i'm grateful wow you just brought this to my mind she said i'm grateful for us dialoguing she said because people get caught up in the the traditions and stuff like that separation of it all yeah she said it's one god right she was like she was like we we believe and i said sis i'm in agreement with you but we her and i just having a and she loved the dialogue and she said i love what you're doing i love the fact that you out here you know us having this conversation but i think authenticity breaks down all of the barriers yeah and i think saying that for those individuals um who are outside again um aggressive in in trying to force Mm -hmm. people to come you don't get people like that no even like when i'm in you know i'm outside or wherever i I don't never announce Mm -hmm. oh i'm so-and-so i'm revenue nah 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 nah, we good we gucci i don't need none of that um how you doing what's up how you feeling and and i think just just talk to people i think but but you know to answer your question uh even further i think again we have to just continue to pray for those individuals and pray for those people who are who who uh, who are struggling and i'll say this also too saying that we got to remember it's about christ not competition okay that part Right. You listen, you hear all these gems my cousin is dropping, okay? His lyricism is definitely intertwined with his ministry for sure, okay? Christ not competition. My mother used to always say, doesn't matter what you call him, he's the same person. We need to respect what any you know what as long as they're believing. My mother was like, as long as they're a believer. I got you. I don't care where they go, Muslim, Jewish, whatever. I'm glad you said that, that your mother said that because um my me and Sarah, my daughter won't we, her and I have had a lot of great conversations about different faiths, different ethnicities, and how she interfaces with her friends of yeah. different religious backgrounds and everything like that. 
And one of the things she says, she tells her friends and others, my dad is not judgmental. It don't matter right. what your belief, right. where you are. Right. And I try to model that, yeah. that, that to not have judgment yeah. on anybody. And, yeah. and for your listeners and for those who may be of another ethnicity, another background, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like we ain't, we ain't throwing no shade, yeah. no shots, right? At, at, at no other, shade, just <laughs> at, <laughs> at, at other faiths, other religions and no. everything like that, because the diversity mm-hmm. is what makes us who we are. Right. I said life would be born if we were all the same and That's we did all I'm the saying. same thing. We were yeah. all the same practices and all the things. Absolutely. I think that there's a space for all of us. And I Absolutely. think that as long as your, your focus is God, then it really doesn't matter. You Absolutely. know what I mean? So Absolutely. I respect the Muslim faith. I believe I went to the mosque back in the day with my dad because, you know, okay. he had a lot of Muslim friends in the right. music industry. Right. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, yeah. Uncle Craig and all of them, I'm sure yeah, you remember, yeah. um, who are now also ancestors, you know, rest in peace to all of them. Um, they were heavy mm-hmm. in the Muslim faith. But yeah. again, still respectful of my father's Absolutely. spiritual journey as a Baptist. Um, and most person. of my colleagues that I've uh, graduated with, went mm-hmm. to school with, et cetera, mm-hmm. were of other faiths. Of, and, and to this day, mm-hmm. we have excellent yeah. relationships. Yeah, because I think it's more so about, like you said, um, Christ not competition, but also just you are operating in the spirit, right, of your ministry. There I love on how there. you keep saying that. Operating that spirit, the spirit. It, just, it keeps coming up. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Um, and you're operating in your spirit. They're operating in theirs and their journey. And- there's room for everyone to mm-hmm. coexist and to collaborate. Absolutely. Right? Because the reality is the community needs all of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why that sister came up to you because she's like, listen, Absolutely. it doesn't matter if I'm not a Baptist. I can see past the religious separation that society, right? Because it's really society that has conditioned us to be compartmentalized and to separate ourselves from each other. It's not really us. At the core, we're all humans. Yep. And the humans who have purity and operate in the spirit want the best for the community. And so if we could if we could see that and pass the religion standpoint, we could work together to pour into the community the way we should. I want to segue I want to segue into that and say this to you. Um you've made your mother and father proud. Don't start. Uh, <laughs> I, I want I, I I really thank you. Want to tell you that. Um <sighs> you've you've definitely made uh your mom and dad proud. I literally, cousin, I just, you don't understand. Like I, I live. Tell you that. Thank you so much. Like you don't know how much that means to me. Like yeah. I live every day yeah. in question of that. Like yeah. I wake up every day outside of making sure that everything that Bella Rose needs is intact. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah. as a parent, you get up every day with their needs in mind as a Absolutely. priority. But Absolutely. outside of that, obviously, waking up, praising God, making sure Bella's good. I literally operate and navigate my life in the spirit of praying that I'm making them proud and knowing that their sacrifices for me didn't go in vain. And literally outside of God saving me when they left this earth, that is literally my reason for carrying on. And I told my friend who recently lost their parent a year Mm. ago, the same thing. Like Mm. when you feel like you can't go on because Mm. there have been times, Mm. several times where I felt like I just cannot do this anymore. 
if full transparency as a human i'm a human you know yeah, and i've experienced a lot of loss in a very short amount of time and so there's a place of a gaping hole i always say of loneliness when your parents mm. leave this earth that cannot be filled absolutely it's not something that you ever get over grief in general it's something that you learn to navigate through because you don't have a choice absolutely. and hopefully you have god and you have the proper healthy coping tools to navigate through the rest of your right life journey there. without those people now yep. everybody doesn't always have it you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And hopefully mm -hmm. I pray that everyone who's lost someone, especially a parent, finds it. But I told him, if nothing else can get you up out of bed to persevere and live another day, live because they can't, mm -hmm. live because they spent their entire lives breaking their necks to get us to where we are today. Well said. If nothing else. Well said. So that all of the sacrifices that they made before they left this earth were not in vain. All of the things your mother did to get you to where you are, she's watching. Well Even said. if it's just getting up out of bed yep. and walking downstairs. Absolutely. Well just said. Just get up another day because she did all that she did before she left this earth to make sure that you could. Well said. Well said. That part. That Again, part. I ain't no pastor. That part. But I'm, this is my life experience. No, I love and I'm that. I'm only speaking to my life experience. And again, that might not. Sometimes, you know, if you're in a certain space, because I know when my parents left this earth, I wasn't trying to get nothing. I was in a bubble yeah. and I couldn't really... It, it didn't register to me, but in my experience mm -hmm. in finding the right coping tools, mm. I would, I'm the type of person, I'm a plug. Like if I have something, I'm going to share it. Absolutely. So I was just sharing my experience and he said, you know something, if you could lose, you know, your mother, your father, your grandmother, or in a span of seven years, your little brother, get mm. hit by a truck, mm. <laughs> have several mm. surgeries mm. and still pour into me, mm. I got to get up out of bed today. Right. So. It worked. <laughs> and, that, and that's how you honor them. Yeah. By continuing push, to persevere and push forward. Push and turn my pain into purpose and help somebody else that. triumph through their pain. I love that. I love that. So I that hope pain into cousin, purpose. you telling me that yes. means everything because yes. I literally every day yes. question, yes. am I making them proud? Oh because you know we're our own worst critics and I always feel like I'll always be doing better. And, I'll always be doing more. And I wanna assure you today to put that anxiety and that worry and that concern to rest because thank you. you have and you're currently oh my gosh thank you so much doing it thank you so much and it's so crazy because i do like i have the anxiety around that like am i am i living you know mm -hmm. to my fullest potential mm -hmm. but i also know that it's god's world it's not mine everything is in his time absolutely and i have to wait on him absolutely. you know like they say after you don't know you can you just stand like i literally have to wait for him mm -hmm. to to bring the fruit for which you know absolutely <laughs> i've absolutely. been trying yes to bear yes. you know like it's his job to bring yeah, the fruit i've sown the seeds there you go it's his job you would think you was in church today i'm just saying <laughs> i ain't even gonna hold you i'm listening like i said Listen, you. I'm just saying. This is literally who I am. My friends say that I, all the time. I'm they listening like, you to you. Are... I'm like, was you here today? No, like, but no I know I, you wasn't. Right. But I'm just saying. I think I'm always in the spirit, whether I'm here or not. It's confirmed. Yeah. You know, we believe in confirmation, right? Yeah. God's word, scripture says his word don't come back void. Mm -hmm. If he sent it, mm -hmm. if he said it and mm -hmm. he sent it, it's going to accomplish mm -hmm. what God sent it to do. Amen. And so one of the confirmations that I want to share with you and your listeners and that even this dialogue, I believe this is going to be an answered prayer for somebody. Amen. And I say that because there are 
prayers from our lips and then there are unspoken prayers that you this don't even true. that you don't even say it's just in your heart yeah and then god has a way of answering that through dialogues like this yes and then it's like oh man i was praying for this or oh, i was feeling some kind of way mm-hmm. and i'm i tap i'm tapped in right okay that's confirmation. Yeah. That's answering. Yeah. God has ways of yeah, just. Yeah, you see how that worked because we're here for a whole different reason, but you just had to speak that out. Like, yes. I want to confirm for you to put your anxiety to the side. And I'm like, cousin, how did you know? Like, Look. It, the spirit speaking to, to you, see? through you, to me, like, see? that's okay, cousin. You are doing it. It's going to be okay. Like, and, they're proud. And, yeah, and God is that like. Is my literal. I got you. Yeah, like, I, I, got I you. think about it every day. Like, am I really, like, are they looking down and being like, girl? Right. Or are they really like, you know, that's, yeah. our, that's our daughter. Like, she's yeah. really, yeah. you know. And so I, I, I needed that. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You see how that works? We having a yeah. whole service. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Facts. the podcast. Facts. So I cannot let you go without playing at least two Sinet Nicole approved games. Very family friendly games. We are now to <laughs> okay. the Lord. Okay. So the first one is called Roses and Thorns. So you got to tell me what's your biggest rose about mm. your pastoral journey thus far, mm. and what's your biggest thorn, like your most honest wow. thorn. No cap <laughs> on Sinet Nicole approved. I love that. I love. That. <laughs> I even love the name. So Thank you. I love that. So my biggest rose, I would say this, saying that is to see people's lives get changed right in front of my eyes. And and what I mean by that is to see young men and women come in with burdens mm-hmm. and leave lifted. Mm. Um that I, I have to say come that with burdens and leave and lifted. leave lifted. And that I would have to say is uh my greatest rose, my greatest thorn I would say is that we can't reach everybody, but mm. we can reach somebody. Yeah. That my greatest thorn is the wish and the 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 prayer to have reach touch you, every single soul. You, you want you already where <laughs> you, you, I'm down, we down, the you down the block. You down the block. You down the block with me. It is that you just wish you can. You want everybody to get this. Yeah, but everybody's not ready. Doesn't mean they won't ever be, but they're just not ready right now when you are. Back to what you said, God. You gotta be ready to receive it. Back to what you said, cousin. God's timing. Okay, that you, part. You so because I'm learning patience. Listen, I'm no, I'm not saying, perfect with it. I'm still right. learning. I got the anxiety and I'm trying to quell it right. and calm it down. Right. But I have to remind myself, God's time, not yours. Girl. Right. Absolutely. So you my know? greatest thorn I would be is 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 that hoping that more people would get it mm-hmm. in God's time. Amen to that. I love that. So that's roses and thorns. I appreciate that honesty. So now, can you tell me your, this game is called Fly and Why, back to fashion. What is your flyest memory as a pastor? Like, I really did it. I put on that day. I was it. The I and the T with the dot on top. Facts. And what was your why? Like, if I ever wore that again, somebody slapped me. <laughs> if you could remember, I know oh, it's been almost a decade. Oh, oh, nah, nah. I already got it. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm here. Perfect. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> I would say this. 
My greatest fly would be when my wife led the breast cancer awareness event that we had. She did it for breast cancer, those which was phenomenal, changed lives. Um, It touched so many people. It it made the people who were struggling with the various types of cancer say, I feel seen and heard. Okay. And, and everybody and, deserves to feel seen, heard, and validated. And as you know, the the color is pink. Yes. So, you know, I had on, I had, yeah, I was lit. I had on my, <laughs> my you know, okay. so my fly was my shirt. You know, I had on, you know, my pink shirt, chilling. Um, and then, as fate would have it, a friend of mine who I used to go to high school with, and used to rap with ended up being like a, a entrepreneur. He got his clothing line, he got shoes, oh, nice. and he was promoting Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, so it worked. So he had the the he had the the sneakers, he had the the shoes, and so I told him I was like, I said, bro, we doing this at my church. I need a pair of those. Mm-hmm. I already got the black ones. He got different colors. So I got the pink ones. Oh, dope. So, yeah, okay, you know. so I, you was really feeling yeah, it that yeah, day. Yeah, I thought I was lit. And <laughs> my why now is coming. <laughs> <laughs> my fly turned to a why is when I looked at the pictures, I was like, nah, that wasn't it. I was like, they was nice. The, the shoes, they was pink. So your fly and your Y is all one ensemble. I'm just saying, I ain't even going to hold you. That is the first time in Sinet Nicole Proof history that someone has said that they gonna, both their fly and their Y were synonymous, like the I same exact ensemble. I ain't even going to hold you. Yeah. So looking back in hindsight. Look, yeah, yeah. The, the, the shirt was it, but the with the, the, the pink joints. Mm-mm, it wasn't given. Yeah, nah. It was, I ain't even going to hold you. I, I was dope matching now. I, right. I, I honored those. The color was it. Right, right. Yeah, It just wasn't. Nah. When was, the photos wasn't nah, given. Nah when, I, nah, when I look back at it, I was like, why did <laughs> You know, I asked a couple people. They was like, "Oh, those is fly." Like, "Oh, don't fly." Look, right. they was like, "Nah, those is do." And but when I looked at the picture, I was, it was like, "Given why?" I said, "Why in the world?" <laughs> I put those up on my feet. Oh you know? my so gosh! That's my, no, that's my fly. Fly and why in the same ensemble? <laughs> that is wild. My listeners are gonna love that. The Style Squad is gonna love that. I gotta see a picture of that, by the way. I'm yes, gonna, I gotta see a picture. Absolutely, of that. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> gotta see it now absolutely I, I bet you it's not that bad but i appreciate that you could be honest again organic <laughs> with yourself to be like no that's not it that it's important it. ladies and gents like i always say it's very important guys and dolls to be authentically true to yourself not doing what's on trend what you think is the good thing like if something is not it it's not given it's not given we try again that's okay that's it it's no l's just lessons nah, fashion and in life absolutely. so it's okay but i could appreciate you sharing that nah, that story with my right. listeners and i'm gonna show you the picture too yo fly and why in the same outfit yeah. can you believe it that is awesome who would you say outside of you know our amazing uncle may he rest in perfect peace um you know you said earlier that you know he 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 went through all the traditionalism so that mm. you can now have mm. that 
mix, I would say, of modern traditional. Like I consider mm-hmm. myself a modern traditional mother, mm-hmm. a modern traditional woman where mm-hmm. like the tradition of the way in which I was raised mm-hmm. is still important and, and valuable to me. And it's sewn in the fabric of how I live my life. But I'm also modern in that I've made some modifications to how I was raised. And I'm a little more liberal in my approach to life and to people. Right. And so mm-hmm. I can see the same Absolutely. in you as a pastor. Absolutely. And so, you know, Uncle Johnny walked so you could run, you know, praise God. I love that. And so... Who else would you say are pastors? I have this this game I call Top Five, where I ask all the creatives and entrepreneurs that come onto my show, um, who are five goats in their industry. So, who would you say you you can know them personally or not? Are five people that you feel are goaded in ministry in mm. um, the spiritual space? Mm, that's a really. If you don't have five, you could give three. But <clears throat> um, the hmm. The three off the top of my head, I like the ministry. His name is Reverend Dr. John uh, uh, Dewey Smith. Okay. John, John, yeah, Dr. Dewey. Okay. E. Dewey Smith. I said John. <laughs> his name is Dr. E. Dewey Smith. Mm-hmm. I like I like his ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and let me let you know the reason why I blended John and Dewey because uh John Dewey is who I studied and quoted from when oh. I was in college in New Rochelle. Oh wow. It, yeah, so that's why I just that it's just hit me. Up. Yeah. But Dr. E. Dewey Smith, I like I would say he's one cuz his ministry is traditional but very modern. Right, like we e, said the modern traditional Yeah, mix. even in 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 its approach to your right. very question his praise team. Mm-hmm. He still sings the old hymns. He mm-hmm. still it gives you the feel like right. is not so modernized that right. it neglects the tradition. The tradition, which but, is important. But it's modernized to the point where it's not too traditional. Right. It's I, the perfect mix. Our uncle used to say, you can't be so traditional that mm-hmm. you're not transitional. Okay. Yeah. Uncle Johnny was the yeah. man. Yeah. You can't be so traditional. Right. You're not transitional. And I think that he was a pioneer especially in Harlem um, and New York in general of pastors, he kind of spearheaded for me, you know, maybe I'm biased because that's my uncle and I love him so much, but he really did spearhead that modern traditional mix. I I feel like I don't, I hadn't seen before my uncle, I'm being honest, honest, hand to God, I'm in the sanctuary. (laughs) I had not seen, and I think that's what really opened me up. Um, to wanting, you know, to, to come to church as a, as a teenager, as a young kid, as an adolescent, we, you know, that's yeah. not the first thing on our minds, but the fact that I actually would be like, no, dad, wait for me, you know, because I that wanted to hear lot. what Uncle Johnny had to say next. That modern traditional mix was very appealing to the youth coming up. That and I'm speaking from experience. Yeah. He was the first pastor and then you, yeah. you know, came right after him and, yeah. and just took it, yeah. took, took the yeah. baton and ran with it. Absolutely. But he really took the risk that other yeah. pastors weren't willing to mix the modern and the traditional well so that he could be transitional and reach the new flock that he needed to reach. Right the Lord. there. That you part. Know? And now you are taking on that legacy. <laughs> that part. The spirit is moving. Because I, no, I really feel like that that. I hadn't seen it before yeah. him. Yeah. I hadn't, I, it always excited me to see what he was going to say next, yeah. what his message was going to yeah. be next. Outside of him, I would say the only other pastor besides you and him that really give me that modern traditional feel is, um, um, Reverend Dr. Um, Renee Washington Gardner, which yes. is my nephew's 
grandmother yes, and like yes. you know a part of our extended right. family so i love her too and yeah absolutely <laughs> the flyest past in harlem absolutely. shout out to reverend renee so i love her too um but yeah you guys are the ones that i yeah. see that mix in yeah um, absolutely so, who are your other goats would you say um so dr e dewey smith and I would say Reverend Dr. Zavette Smallwood. Okay. I would say her because um, she had and still has a ministry mm -hmm. um, in the Bronx. Nice. That was just like so dope to the point that when I was working on my master's, mm -hmm. I had to do field work and I utilized her ministry as my template and model. Nice. For just um, reaching young people so wow. yeah so i would say so she's goaded <laughs> yeah yeah for sure for sure That's fact awesome. and then um the obvious uh td jakes yes, you know yes. um from the aspect of him passing the mantle on to his daughter mm -hmm. um, i love her yeah i follow sarah, sarah jakes, jakes. So, you know, yeah. so in him to your point not being afraid to spiritually pivot and realize that the reality is at some point you got to pass the mantle on mm -hmm. to somebody else. So mm -hmm. I would say those. And those our uncle three. understood that. Clit, um, yeah, in a big day, way. He was always willing to lift you and other young pastors Absolutely. up. Um, TD understands that and understands, again, there's a lane and a space for everyone. He Absolutely. still is valuable. He still is um, revered and loved and appreciated. Absolutely. But the way in which he pours into Sarah is admirable. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. And I, I, I love it. I love what she's doing. I actually... Um, have a book club, a Sunet Nicole book club. Okay. And the first book we read was her wow, book. Wow, look at that. Mm -hmm. That's dope. The first book we read was her book and it was very impactful. Um, so I love that. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a multifaceted young lady. You know, I'm all the things. Of course. I got a lot going on. Yeah, so the absolutely. book club is book clubbing. And yeah, I love her book. Um, it was really, really dope. Um, there's some other ones that for the fall when we pick back up that I that I also want to read too that some people brought about. And um I know Pastor um um I want to read one of um Uncle Johnny's books mm -hmm. with the group. I've read them but you know I want them to right to to hear some of his work as well. Um he left such a magnanimous, amazing legacy, mm. extremely big shoes to fill. I don't think there's anyone else that was more ordained mm. to do it. Mm. Seriously, I'm going to say that a million times because I really, really am so happy. Mm. I feel like it's alignment. It, you, mm. The church couldn't be in better hands. I'm wow. so proud of you, cousin. I'm so, wow. so proud of you. Wow. Uncle Johnny's proud of you. Your parents, ancestors, they all looking down Appreciate and they it. are shining their light on you every single Thank day that grateful. you walk into this sanctuary and give the word to our people. I'm so, grateful. grateful. No matter if you don't see me here, I'm online <laughs> watching and I'm celebrating and Absolutely. I'm with you. So just know that. Yes. Um, but I say that to say, you know, he already sealed his legacy yeah. in a multitude of ways. His impact is felt and it lives mm. in the hearts and minds of us as the family and the congregation and the community. What do you want the Reverend Dr. Shane Hilliard legacy to be mm. when you look back on, on it all? Um, I know it. Take your time. Yeah. Loving people. Love. Loving people mm -hmm. despite where they've been mm -hmm. and what they're currently in. Amen. Love the people. Right. There are people I see to this day, have seen, still see, love the people. Um, and like, man, I ain't seen you in so long. I'd be like, don't even worry about it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm just glad to see you. Yeah. So just the love and keeping that love rooted. People. Love people. Loving. So um, can you tell us a little bit more about St. Luke's and like how we can find you guys on socials, um, YouTube, yes. uh, for the listeners who would like to tap in and come visit? Yes. How, how can we be a we, part of the St. Luke's community? Absolutely. Family? We hear uh, every Sunday, 930 uh, worship service. We are on uh, Instagram. Um, we are on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Type in uh, St. Luke Baptist Church. Okay. And you're going to see us. <laughs> yeah. You're going to see us. And this is, we're located where? At 103 Morningside? Morningside Avenue, Harlem, New York. Harlem. Okay. <laughs> Harlem is in the building. Okay. Period. Point blank. End the period. <laughs> uh, you know how we do in Harlem. There's nothing like a Harlem black church. I mean, we have so many, but yes. this is where it's at. So if you're ever in the area, the doors of the church yes, are always open, always as they open. say, um, to come visit. Do you guys so, have anything coming up that you want to um, I would say pull up on us. Yeah. Pull see, up. What, see what's happening. Pull up. Okay. Pull up. Um, right now, you know, we're in summer session, so we just... We we in our uh, officially dress down season, so please. It's a perfect time to come. Actually, come as so if you don't yeah. have church clothes, don't even time worry to about come. it. Absolutely, just come as you are. We are loving church. I like to tell people we are not a perfect church, but nope. we are an anointed church. Okay, yeah. and no church is, but I think that absolutely. Um, this is as good as it gets, guys. Trust me, this is as good as it gets because I've been to a lot of churches. <laughs> This is as good as it gets, okay? It. You Pull ain't going to find us. nothing better uh, out there. And not in that forceful Mormon way, no shade. But like, we're not saying it like you got to come here. <laughs> right, but no. you will love it if you do. Um, it's beautiful. It's just, you know, the, the reconstruction is amazing. You guys have like mm. the overflow. I'm just here like in awe of like yeah. all that my family did. Like it's just, it's amazing. It warms my heart to just know that like my family did that. Yeah. Like my family yeah. did that. Yeah. You did that. Because yeah. then like. Thank you know, God. you revived the spirit of the community, mm. you know, mm. they would have been lost, mm. you know, without your leadership. So wow. just Thank know God. that. Never forget that Thank you God. are needed, necessary, valued mm. and appreciated. That's what's up. Always and forever. And That's I appreciate you That's what's up. for tapping in to Sinet Nicole Approved and coming Facts. on. You are officially Sinet Nicole Approved. You've always been. But now Facts. that you have Facts. gone through, I hope you enjoyed just Sinet oh, Nicole man. experience. This is lit. This was lit. <laughs> yes. This was lit. <laughs> I wish we had our camera people here so we could have got all the, you know, all the angles. And no, we're going to do this again. I was about to say, I was just about to say, see, yeah. look, we're aligned in this yeah, nah, say, Would you be the... willing to come back for a part two? Because um, I feel like there's so much more to cover. Those were my, you know, wait. preliminary questions, but like I have so much more, and I also want my style squad and my, you know, yes. soft girl society, yes. um, and the luxury loves to chime in, make comments on um, Spotify and <laughs> iHeart and Apple Podcasts. If you have any questions for Pastor, and we'll have him back. Yes, um, I can't wait. Yes, for it. and tune in um, at nine a.m. every Wednesday on ninety-two point six spot because this will be on the radio as well. This okay. episode of season two. Okay. Um. So I, I appreciate you again, appreciate you. cousin. I love you so much. I appreciate love the family. You. So happy to see everybody today. It's like a little reunion. Right. I might come uptown because I heard y'all was yeah. having a little yes. shindig. I might go get Delzy and pull up. Pull up. Pull like up. y'all need to pull up to St. Luke's. Pull Make up. sure y'all follow my cousin um and all of his social media, St. Luke's uh church, right? Is it St. Luke's Church on Instagram? Yes, yes, we on Instagram. Um, yeah, St. Luke, St. Luke Church. Okay. Yes. All right. So type it in, follow, support, watch on the live stream if you're not in Harlem. 
Um, amazing, amazing, amazing word. Every every single time you're going to get what needs to be gave, okay? So I appreciate you guys, as always, for tapping in, tuning in, and turning on to Net Nicole Approved, the podcast. Remember to keep your standards just as high as this inf- these inflation prices, these rent prices, these gas prices. Remember, when you know your worth, you do not give discounts. That's a direct Sinet Nicole quote that you can find. Uh, on the mantra tees on tonetnicole.com. Shameless plug. <laughs> Get yours now while it's 30% off. And remember, remember, remember that I love you for free, for real, and the long way. And as always, I will catch you all next time. <laughs>